Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Uh, consumer expert and presenter of the Home Show, Sinead Ryan, is with me today to answer your consumer query. Sinead, good afternoon. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Good. 087 106. That's the WhatsApp number if you have a question for Sinead today. Christine is with us on the line. Christine, tell us about the issue that you're having. How are you doing? Um, thanks for taking my mm. call. Um, last October, um, my husband and I are planning to go to the Rugby World Cup next September in France. And last October, I booked a room for us um, for the night of the Nantes game. And uh, I booked it through the Accor Group, which is an umbrella group for a big chain of hotels, including Ibis, Maldron, Mercure. So they're one of the biggest um, hotel chains in the world. So I booked my room and locked in a rate of €199 a night, which I thought was reasonable. and it was on the understanding that it's pay on arrival. So they processed my booking and checked my card details that it was valid, sent me my um, confirmation, my QR code for check-in. And then um, a few weeks ago, I got an email um, in French from the Ibis Hotel in Nantes saying that they had cancelled my booking. And um, I rang them straight away and they said, oh, yeah, we uh, ran your card. It wasn't valid. So we've cancelled your booking and basically good luck. So um, I was very upset because I'd locked in the rate and um, I sent them an email requesting that they show me proof that they had um, checked my card. And uh, they sent me something with just the last four digits. So I don't know if they put in the correct number, but my Mm. bank certainly did not get an attempt to check my card. But more importantly, that wasn't in the terms of conditions of booking. Um, The Accor Group portal is a bit like booking.com. You can pay in advance. It's a little bit cheaper or you can pay on the day and it's maybe a tenner a night dearer. So, um, but as far as I was concerned, they'd offered the room at a rate. I had accepted, I had a contract with them and everything was hunky-dory and I was going to um, arrive in September and pay on arrival. Um, And nowhere in their terms and conditions did they say that they would randomly check your card. Um, And there's no issue with my card. It wasn't expired or anything like Mm. that. I use it every day for my grocery shopping and whatever. So um, they basically said that, no, they re-released the room. And I said, why didn't you contact me? I could have paid you over the phone. No, that's not what we do. Um, you realise it's a very busy night for us. And I said, well, I know that. That's why I booked the room last October. Yeah, you were been very diligent about it, yeah. Um, and I'm just very upset because if it was, it is price gouging because they resold that room at twice the price. Um, and when I asked them, you know, to reinstate my booking, they said no, all the rooms were gone. Um, so I just okay. think it's, it's. But you hadn't been given any reason as to why. No, b- beyond no the trying to do pre-authorization, but yeah. Sinead Ryan is with us, Christine, um, in studio. Is there anything Christine can do? Oh, that's an awful position is, to yeah. find yourself in because you, in good faith. You know, you booked the room, you obviously well planned in advance. Christine, lots and lots of people would be looking for rooms around the same time for the World Cup uh, and you did everything right. So, look, for any contract to be in place, Andrea, we know of old, you have to have an offer, an acceptance and a consideration. The offer was there, the acceptance was there. And I think the dispute here 
such as it is, mind you, is over the area of consideration, whether a secured credit card is the same as actual payment. Now, look, it's a very fine line and I think it's deeply unfair uh, that Christine wasn't given the option. If the rules are, look, we need the money, well, then go and ask her for the money. And she, Mm. as she said, she was happy to pay. Um, But the truth is the contract is not complete until the money is paid. Now, you know and I know that hotels and taxis and restaurants all take bookings uh, with goodwill that the customer will pay up when they actually arrive or at the end of the day. Uh, So the fact that they didn't um, is really, really bad form. I think this error here was compounded by the fact that uh, the correspondence was in French uh, and the translation, which I've seen of it, was extremely poor. So even the correspondence that they did offer in English um, wasn't clear. It didn't look to me like it was, you know, outlining exactly what the facts were or what was missing. Very often in these cases, uh, and I know Christina said this didn't happen, but very often in these cases, when you book something that requires um, a, a swiping of the card now, but but money later, the card can expire in the middle. I know that didn't happen to you. Uh, payment schedules can't be met. So they go and get what they call a pre-authorization. So they might put in for, say, one euro mm. to test the card. And then because a lot of people think or a lot of bank algorithms mm. think that's a bit of a scam there, let's reject this. Now, that probably didn't happen in your case by all accounts, but it can happen. And that's the most common and likely way that you lose a booking on something. This also could come down to what I suspect Christine, you are suggesting, which is that they got rid of the rooms at the cheaper price and resold them at a higher price. Now, that isn't allowed uh, and it certainly isn't good practice. Um, It's a very, very large, massive, well-known organisation. I I would find it difficult to kind of go along that line because A, it's so much work for them to do that if they were to select out all their rooms and then cancel the bookings because that opens a world of pain and it has additional costs in customer service and accounting and all that kind of thing. You could try contacting ECC Ireland. So this is the European Consumer Centre. And their job, it's a bit like the CCPC, right? But they're a Europe-wide organisation. Every member state in Europe has one of these. It's a statutory body and their job is to chase uh, between member states transactions that take place. So the problem is here, no money was lost. So they may be limited in saying, well, we can only get you your money back. Uh, But I would certainly lodge the complaint with them because it might mean, first of all, you're not the only one. And secondly, Mm. they can flag it. And that would be very embarrassing uh, for the French office in in this case or indeed that hotel group. So ECC, Ireland dot com. Have a look at them and just see, is it worth putting in a complaint there? Beyond that, I don't know that you can insist that the room is given at at original contract dates, but I would certainly go down that route. So, Christine, have you had any um, response at all from the umbrella group of the organisation that you mentioned, the owner's? Well, I I did a lot of trawling to find um, sort of a customer service for the umbrella, a core group, um, because I was getting nowhere with the individual hotel in France. And they listened sympathetically and kind of nodded and said, oh, this is terrible. That shouldn't happen. And we're going to contact the hotel and we let you know. And then 24 hours later, I got an email to say we've contacted the hotel and you can deal directly with them. So they kind of washed their hands of it. So when you go looking now for other accommodation and rooms for the same period, I presume there's a huge 
there's a huge difference. Price disparity, yeah. yeah. When I looked up, um, you know, and I would, I'm, I'm kicking myself because I would have normally gone with Booking.com. I've never had an issue with them in the, the pay on arrival. And um, the, the core group, in fairness, I've booked them three or four times previously over the last couple of years and never had an issue either. They've never ran my card or anything like that, just pay on arrival. Um, but... I just don't know where to go from here. Um, definitely the rooms have all jumped. They were all around the 150 to 200 quid a night back in October. Mm. But I think when they realised that it was such a busy night and there was going to be thousands of Irish travelling to support the team, they kind of went, oh, look at, yeah, we can get more for the room. And we're now, um, because we're driving, I, I was kind of limited in the hotels that I go to because I needed one with a car park. And... Um, I'm now, I've booked one, it's kind of about 15, 20 kilometres outside of the city. So um, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a little bit frustrating because I really thought that I had done my due diligence, booked my accommodation and I thought everything was hunky-dory mm. and it was just really the underhand way in which it was it's done. A, yeah, no, no I, take, I take your point and I can, I, can, I can tell you're obviously disappointed about it. I suppose, Sinead, what's just an interesting point to flag for, for Christine and, and others as well. I too use Booking.com and would always use the pay-on-arrival feature. I know Christine wasn't mm. talking about Booking.com but I presume that's that position still stands. The you contract see, isn't booking, it's not a contract well, till I pay. Booking.com is an, is an agent but it's not a travel agent in the normal sense of the word so that the protections that would apply for a package holiday for instance don't necessarily apply there. Now that said Booking.com has its own rules and regulations. It also the, the hotels that, and the properties that register with them would be very mindful of the reviews uh, and indeed the, the complaints that Booking.com would get. So I wonder would they be less likely to do it if that was the portal through which the booking had come. I would say to people who are booking, say, for instance, Taylor Swift in Dublin and they're looking for accommodation. We've seen the prices Mm, be jumping all over the place. But wouldn't it be interesting to see if there are some accommodations? And I guarantee there will be who will say to people who had originally booked not knowing Taylor Swift was coming. And now maybe those organisations, those apartments, especially Airbnb or whatever, will now say, oh, hold on a second, we can get a load more money now for this property and, and cancel the booking as a result. So people do have to watch out for that. Double check. I, w- you know, for something like that, if that has happened, it is worth ringing them up and saying, I'd like to actually make a deposit payment now. Thank you very much. I'd like to pay because once that happens now, still it doesn't guarantee you because Airbnb under their rules, the property owner, because it's a private person to a private person sale, they can come back and say, oh, sorry, um, the the thing is no longer available. That's happened to me in the past. uh, And you might never know the reason why. Can you do that with booking.com? Do a part deposit or part payment? Well, technically, I suppose any accommodation could turn around and say the accommodation is no longer available. Now, it's very rare to do that through a portal where reviews are all and people will go and check them out mm. and, and uh, Booking.com goes out of its ways way to look for mm. reviews um, and and would would probably take a dim view of a hotel doing okay. that unless for instance goodness I don't know the hotel had been closed for safety reasons or there was a fire or some obvious yeah. reason okay. do you know but price gouging is never a good practice and it's never a good reason Sinead thanks a million as always for joining us in studio look if you have a consumer related query for Sinead that you want her to investigate for you you can send it in to us drop me an email that's lunchtime live at newstalk.com Christine thank you for getting in touch with us today on the show Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.